Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Frank, aka TM Genius. Uh, we are coming to you live for our very first episode of the Undecided Podcast. Man, this has been a long time coming. I'm sitting here with my boy Tyler. Go ahead, introduce yourself real quick, brother. What's going on, world? It's your boy Tyler T. Smith, aka Maserati T, on uh, most social platforms. Chilling with my boy Frank. We're about to get this podcast started, man. I'm excited. Uh, we both excited. The energy is good. Um, we, we about to hit the ground running with it. Most definitely. Most definitely. Oh, man. So this is the first episode, man. I uh, I figured we should just introduce ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Let the people get familiar with us. Um, kind of a little bit of a background story, what you dabble in, what you, you know what I'm saying, what qualifies you to give advice and such um if you want to get it popping we can go ahead let's do it let's All right, do it bet it up bet it up so i'm frank um i am 31 years old that kind of hurts saying out loud <laughs> um but it's yeah a blessing, man. <laughs> man, it's a blessing. It, it definitely is bro but uh it still hurt <laughs> <laughs> like i was just 16 running wild bro and then 31 just hit me but anyway we um Man, I uh, come from the world of banking, man. I um, was in the bank field for about eight years, um, moved my way up in Chase, started off as a teller, then went to a um, personal banking position, then started in consumer banking, then went to commercial banking. That's where I started making my bread, um, just helping people gain accounts and giving financial advice and stuff like that. Um, and then COVID hit, bro. And COVID. big bad COVID, man. Said, <laughs> <laughs> said yeah, this ain't for you. Like, go ahead and <laughs> pack your bags real quick. So, been out here. Um, always been a hustler, man. Always been, even in, even when I had my nine to five, man, I always was on some thinking outside the box type stuff, man. So, I got a clothing line called Millennial Genius. Fire fits, fire threads. Appreciate it, dog. Them. Appreciate it, dog. Shop millennialgenius.com. Humble plug. <laughs> <laughs> Humble plug. Um, yeah, so started that from the ground up, man. I actually came up with the name and stuff at my uh, desk at work. So I was sitting at work, man, and I was like, bro, I need some extra funds. And I got tired of repping like Nike. This is around the point where all the resellers and stuff was coming in, so... I was like, bro, they gouging these prices up, man. Let me come up with my own stuff. <laughs> like, So, came up with what I came up with. Started off with, you know what I'm saying, one shirt. And people started messing with it. And then just built from there and was able to do consistent sales. I'm nowhere where I need to be or where I want to be. But I'm blessed definitely to have a following and have people that are rocking with me and the brand. Um I also do crap. I do a bunch of stuff, man. I'd be here all day if I told y'all everything I did. <laughs> serial, serial entrepreneurs in here, man. Facts. That's what we got. Facts. I do investing from entrepreneurship to dabbling in eBay sales and retail arbitrage, all that, man. We about to put y'all on some game, man. And we're going to get y'all actionable steps in this podcast that you can make some bread, too. For uh, sure. But yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, Brody. So what's up, y'all? It's Tyler. Um, man, my start, um, let's see, so I left school, didn't finish college, I want to say, well, I wrapped that up probably like 2012, got into, um, a little part-time warehouse job, what was that, Office Depot, left it, spent about a year there, then, um, warehouse life, crazy, yeah, definitely crazy, <laughs> then I decided, you know, take a leap of faith, jump out there, then um, I started my own property inspection business. I ran that for five years. Mm. And um, the first three and a half was good. And then things changed in the real estate world, especially with the banks who was basically funding everything that I was doing in a, sum, in a sense. So numbers got crunched. So that last year and a half, I was just basically trying to stay alive. So I said, you know, this ain't going to work out. I got to go elsewhere. So once that, you know, collapsed, I took my talents and um, chasing bread. <laughs> it landed into a manufacturing job. Did that for about two years. 
Didn't really like it. It wasn't for me. Chased more money. <laughs> Got my hands into some um into a trade job and started doing line work. Um, three and a half years, basically three years there, and then now I'm in that process of chasing more money, of course. Um, and I'm just expanding. Um, I don't see me retiring from that, but I'm definitely about to insulate myself with something that I could fall back on, and it's a little bit more. A little bit more relaxed and yeah. definitely pays good money. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur as well, from retail arbitrage to wholesaling properties. Yes, um, man, stock invest like investing in you know in the markets, crypto stocks, all of that. Man, um, that's why it definitely works out with me and Frank on this podcast because. The stuff we talk about is definitely gonna come from experience. It's not just some, you know, we we YouTube and anything like that. Right. Um, a lot of these lessons or whatever we gonna be discussing is definitely coming from experience. So, y'all definitely want to tap in and check out and hear what we got to say. Yeah, a lot of these guys, man, they just YouTube stuff and think they're giving out the game, but we actually in the trenches. So all the stuff that we uh, all the stuff that we about to put y'all on to and talk about. Throughout our duration of this podcast, we've actually done or are doing right now. So actively, yeah, actively, <laughs> actively. <laughs> big actively. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, our podcast called Undecided, man. We came up with that name. Well, let me give her her flowers. My girl came up with that name because um, if she heard me say I came up with that name, she'd be on me. <laughs> that text gonna be flying in. Facts. facts. <laughs> yeah, but she came up with the name. We was talking like, and I was like, man, I don't. I, we know so much, like, there's so much going on in my head, and I'm, I'm sure it's so much going on in my brother Tyler's head that we just couldn't decide what we wanted to talk about, so we just gonna put y'all on to a little everything, man, and talk about a little everything, current events, side hustles that y'all can do, investments, stocks, options, wholesale, and all that, man, and it's pretty much a one-stop shop podcast, man. Definitely, definitely. Yes, sir. We gonna uh, keep it entertaining, too, though. We gonna... We... We gonna dibble and dabble in the sports too, cause Big I know it's a lot of LeBron haters out there and sneakers. And <laughs> oh yeah, sneakers. sneakers. Oh yeah, I forgot about the kicks. Man, oh look. man, I forgot about the kicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely gonna Whoa. chop it up about that. We are gonna chop up about all that, man. Keep it entertainment. Keep it light. Uh, super excited, man. So let's get into our first topic. So with this investing stuff, man, like, what you looking like over there, bro? Man. It's it's crazy. It's a shaky market right now. Um, a lot of the rumors they they keep screaming bear market coming, bear market coming. Um, I ain't seen I'm it no yet. expert, <laughs> but I definitely feel like it's gonna come. We've been in a bull for a while. It's about time we had a bear market. Um, uh, for everybody who don't know, a bear market is basically a market you don't want to be in. I wouldn't say you don't want to be in, but for for the newbies. You, you ain't making be. much money in here. It's, this is when you see them, the tickers and the the sectors. They bleeding. They bleeding. It looks like a Damu set out there. <laughs> look like Pooh Shiesty. Get like it back they, in blood. They bleeding out there. Um, then you got your bull markets. Is where you know everybody eating. Everything is is good. Your game stops. Yeah, crazy stuff like that. Like so. Um, usually, I think what they say, like an average. Average bull or yeah, average bull market lasts about eight years, something like that. We've been in one for about eleven, mm. so we definitely do for one. Um, so you know, you just gotta be smart with your investments, uh, investments, man. Like you can't be. First things first, you gotta get rid of the FOMO. That's fear of missing out. Facts. Like you, you can't chase something that's already on the run. Like earlier today. Um, I, I talked to my cousin. She bought in at Dogecoin mm. at like 64 cents. Today? No, nah, I don't know when she bought in, oh. but I know her average <laughs> price was about 64 cents. Um, shout out to my cousin. I love you. <laughs> but I, I just got to put it up. They, they don't know who you are. You good. But right. she bought in at 64 cents. And she down like 40. Well, she probably down like 30-something cents. I think Dodge probably around like 48 now. Um, but that's just a bad example, or that's a good example of, you know, why you don't want to just jump into something because it's already running, especially if you don't really know what you're doing 
and you hearing everybody on Facebook or the socials talking about dodge this, dodge that. Right. When they talk about it, that's when you want to be selling. Yeah, you want to <laughs> be an early investor. Cause, Facts. Because when everybody's scared and when everybody... Bitcoin is a perfect example of that. Yes. Because I might throw up after I tell y'all this, <laughs> but Bitcoin, I was in Bitcoin in 2015. Do mm. you hear me? 20. 15 2015. Oh man, hold on. <laughs> I, man, hey, you can look up the numbers. Over I, there. I gotta check yeah, the charts. Go ahead, Bitcoin check, was that. Go ahead I know and check it was the charts because it was cheap. I put in for I think a band. I put in Bitcoin and I pulled out early. I think I pulled out something that happened where it dipped crazy. I just remember me looking at Twitter. And everybody panicking because Bitcoin dipped crazy. So, me being young, 2015, I was only, what, 25. So, me being young, like, I can't, I need my chips. So, I pulled out. Boy, he looking up of what I would have right now if if <laughs> I stayed in that mug. But, it hurt. My app acting up, damn it. It's all good. I would have bread. <laughs> Just put it like that. I'd be loaded. I'd be up. Let me see if I can. I'd be up right now. And that's the thing. As his advice in the market, you don't want to be, you know, as soon as everybody talking about it, I'm going to say do your due diligence as well. Yep. Um, don't get into a stock, an option, a crypto, anything without knowing it like the back of your hand. Because that's when you start, you know what I'm saying, Jumping off with your eyes closed, jumping off a building with your eyes closed because you don't know what that company about to do. Nice. If you jump in like a, if you GameStop, you jumped in GameStop, you know what I'm saying? And you don't know nothing about GameStop, like nothing. Why did you get in that currency? Because everybody's told you to. You don't want to follow people into it because what these people do is <laughs> these big investors pump so much money into a stock and then... Once it's up so much, they sell and leave you stanking. You hear me? Holding that bag. <laughs> Holding that bag is crazy out here. But I mean, I'm definitely say if you gon' if you gonna get into the market, if you gonna get investing, do your due diligence. I know it's cool to be an investor right now. I know it's cool to have crypto. I know it's cool to be in stocks and options and stuff. Make sure you gonna jump in and go all in with it. Yeah, cause it's it's wild out here. It's a wild game. We got a group chat. <laughs> we got a group chat going on, and um, boy, it's an interesting stuff going on in here, <laughs> man. Cause it is the market is so volatile. It's crazy. Yeah, Bitcoin price in two thousand fifteen. Here we was, go. Was in that two hundred, three hundred dollar range. Mm. So if you drop the band, and let's just say at most. It was three fifty a coin. You would have probably had at least, at least three coins. Three. So if you take that three coins, Bitcoin is at fifty k today per coin. Say that, that man again. with a fifty thousand five zero <laughs> comma zero 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 hey, where fifty thousand. It? it was at three. <laughs> at most, let's say three hundred. Oh my god. You'd be up one hundred fifty. Yeah, you'd be your account value be one hundred fifty k and some change. One hundred and fifty games. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars and some change. My yeah, bro. And this is why, folks, you want to <laughs> you want to do your due diligence because, like he said, I followed everybody that was pulling out of Bitcoin because I'm like, bro, I ain't about to be the only one with my money, like the only idiot with my money still in this stuff. I don't know anything about. I didn't know nothing about Bitcoin. I just jumped in because it was cool. Had I did my due diligence. And did my research and listen to the right people, the whales, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, instead of the, the guppies and stuff of the market, I would still be in and I'd be up. Yeah, everybody take their bumps and bruises with Bitcoin. At least you ain't the... I know everybody done heard about the dude who bought the Bitcoin, who bought the Domino's pizza with his Bitcoin. Um, I forgot how many coins it was, but basically he... This is what, 2011, 2010? I want to say 2011. When Bitcoin was super cheap, it was pennies on the dollar. And he bought a Domino's pizza with his Bitcoin. Um, 
just you know basically test the currency test the crypto out and and you know put it to use um and it, it worked and that was that and then here today you know you got bitcoin worth fifty thousand a coin mm. that man would have been sitting real good right now like Pretty. real good a lot of people um he i myself got a story shoot i bought in a bitcoin 2000 what was it 17 around 700 or 600 or something like that a coin and then it had that nice little run up to 5k 7 8 i think it cracked hit 19,000 i want to say december 2017 mm. but i sold before that i sold right at 5k thinking that you know i and i ain't know nothing i was literally i bought bitcoin off with the strength of the guys who I was flipping shoes with, they was buying it. And then everybody else on sneaker Twitter at the time was doing it too. Like dudes was taking out crazy loans, buying Bitcoin. Because it was like, shit, we going to buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. So I'm like, I ain't know nothing. I ain't know nothing about no due diligence. I ain't know nothing about no investment. I ain't know nothing. Right. I was going with the crowd, going with the trend. So I bought it, bought, what was it, two coins. I bought two coins. And like I said, hit 5K, I thought that was it. Dipped, and then it ran back up to like 12, I think. Whew. And then it kept going, and it hit 15, it hit 17. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this is, I feel like an idiot. Man. But it's like, you know, I done made my bread, I'm feeling good. Right. And then years go by, and here we are today, Bitcoin, 50,000 a coin. 50 bands. 50,000 a coin. So that's the experience we talking about, y'all. Like, and hindsight is 2020. Like, have we knew... Back then, what we know now, like, of course, it'd be totally different. Right. But, you know, nobody was really, you had small pockets of people who was talking, who was actually understanding what Bitcoin was, who was talking about it, who was actually knowledgeable about the information and mm -hmm. knew what they was holding. Right. Because it's people who bought back then that, you know, they, they held this through this whole time. Like, plenty of people who held through this whole time. Um. It's a guy out there I follow on Twitter. His name Bitcoin Zay, and um, he out there on all the CNBCs doing. But he even got a book. I think it's like Bitcoin and Black America. Um, I ain't copped it yet, but y'all should definitely go check that out. Real knowledgeable dude when it come to Bitcoin, and he was talking about how he bought in around. Um, I forgot what the number was, but it was it was definitely cheaper than five thousand a coin. It was in the hundreds, mm. and he felt like he was late. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> <it's> like. <laughs> Man, it's it's like you want to get into these type of, you know, investment vehicles, you definitely got to do your research because at the end of the day, it's your money. Facts. Like, and investing is really, you know, you taking a risk, but when you take that risk, you got to know and you got to be comfortable with the amount of money that you put into that vehicle. You got to be okay with, you know, losing that money potentially. Right. Because every, every investment vehicle or stock or whatever... I put my money into. I'm prepared to lose it. Yeah, don't 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 put your rent. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> don't put do your rent in the market, man. Cause <laughs> it's gonna get it's you, gonna get eight. <laughs> you gonna jump in and expect that thing to keep running, and then you gonna you gonna lose money asap. Right. Like, that's when you checking your app every two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like don't do that. Like people. That's that's literally the whole thing with this with this Dodge coin stuff. Like, <sighs> man. That that's the craze with the Dodge coin. Like. What's so funny about Dodge is my homie Tone, he hit me last May, said something about Dogecoin, buy it, buy it. It's it's about 0.0001 at the time. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw a dollar in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw a dollar in there and, you know, set it and forget it. So put my dollar in there and bought Dogecoin. And then I want to say December, January was when it started getting the buzz and then it started moving a little bit. Then everybody caught wave. I think Elon tweeted, Elon Musk tweeted about it. And then it just went crazy. And then hit about, I think the high was, you know, once it hit one cent, oh, it was crazy. It was out of there. Then it hit 10 cent. People were like, yo, this might go to a dollar. Dodge yeah. to the moon, dodge to, to the, the moon. moon. That's yeah. everybody's yeah, favorite like, saying. To, to the, the moon. moon. Shit. Come, come, okay. come on. To hell. If you got, yeah, to, <laughs> that's where it's going. If you got in the Dodge at about at least no more than 20 cent, 25 cent, you probably still good. Because you, you still, 
you probably still doubled your money because it's right around 40 something. Right. But if you bought anything higher than 50 cent per coin, you tripping. You tripping. Man. And you probably ain't know, but now you know. So right. do your research. At least you ain't meek and drop 50K on Dodge <laughs> at 65 a coin. Because <laughs> I know he's down bad right now. He definitely got to be down at least 25%. Right. And that's ugly. That's ugly. And some of them bumps and bruises, man, I, like, looking back, you know how you get with your parents and be like, yeah, I see why you whooped me. <laughs> like, you feel me? I see why you whooped me that time. Yo. I see why Bitcoin whooped me because with these new cryptos, bro, I am, bro, I'm learning everything about them before I even put a penny in it. Like, you feel me? Like, with Safe Moon and all that other stuff, bro, like, I'm not jumping in unless I know what's about to happen. And, and it's a new coin every day. It's a new coin every day. And these, like, when I was reading up on Dogecoin, I'm like, bro, this was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, what is going on? Like, it's weird right now, bro. This is like the weirdest time, I think, ever in the history. I ain't going to say the history of America because I ain't been alive that long. But this <laughs> is this is a weird time, bro. It's definitely crazy like, right now. You can see how things are shifting. It's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> Jim Jones said it best. He said they done turned a joke into some real money. And he was referring to the Dogecoin. Like, Dogecoin literally started out. They, they call it a meme coin. Because, like, that, that's what it started out. Like, it was a literal joke. And then, like I said, it got some traction from a tweet. You know, once the uh, Elon Musk tweeted about it, it got some traction. And then you start seeing other um, big-time investors like Mark Cuban was on a podcast talking about how they are now accepting Dogecoin for, you know, as a currency at the Dallas Maverick Stadium. Mm. And it's like, yo, that's... That's crazy. Like, this was literally a coin that came out of nowhere, and then now it just that's that's the that's the hot thing on the market. Everybody want a piece of Dodge, and it's like, man, y'all tripping. Right. Like, I, I get it, but then and see, I say I get it because I've been there before. Yeah. Like we we've been there before. Facts. But what we saying now is you know like the bumps and bruises that we took we took them before. And the experience that we got getting burned and, you know, some of the investments that we done put our money into, we see things a whole lot clearer. So it's like mm-hmm. we done we done seen this happen before and it happened to both of us before. Like, man. so y'all just got to be a little bit smarter with your money, man. Like, honestly, like he said, you want to be an early investor. Facts. It's, it's definitely pays to be an early investor. Man. Pays dividends. Dividends, it pays equity, <laughs> it pays cash, all, all that. that. It, it pay off. Peace I'm of mind. You, peace of that. mind, all that. Like You ain't got to be checking your app every two seconds. Nah. nah <laughs> you, you did don't. your due diligence. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Man. Due diligence. DD, all that. It's, it's solid. You ain't never, trust me, even now today, I'll, if I put my money in something, I ain't worried about it. Right. Like even that, even with Bitcoin being fifty k a coin, I still drop money in Bitcoin, yeah, and I still too. do because this ain't the end for Bitcoin. Like I've seen it before. Like everybody talking about Bitcoin gonna hit a hundred k by the end of the year, and honestly, I can't say whether it won't or it will, but I got a good feeling Bitcoin gonna keep running. Cause yeah, because it's more and more people are starting to accept it as currency. Exactly. You're starting to see these Bitcoin machines everywhere, yep. and people who didn't believe are starting to believe. So now they throwing money in it. That's a fact. So institutions dumping that bread in. Once once you see the big the institutions and stuff like that, like J.P. Morgan and Chase, once they start putting money in Bitcoin, man. oh yeah, it, it's they know something. Facts. And they ain't talking about it. And the same people on TV probably telling you not to buy it. Facts. They know something. Or when you see Tesla cop. So many billions of or millions of Bitcoin, you know, man. Look, they know something. Like they said on Rush Hour, follow the rich white man. <laughs> follow him, bro. Yo, follow the money. Facts. Follow the money yeah, at yeah. that. Like literally, investing could be so easy, man. Like, and like I said, we speaking from experience, so we we got the we got the credibility to say this. Investing can be easy. Yeah. Like people always ask. What should we invest in? Or what should I invest in? 
So first, uh, people ask me that. I'm like, yo, all right, what kind of phone you got? Mm. iPhone. My number one advice, right there. What? Why you been? You know why you? Why do you buy an iPhone? Talk. And then and then they go and go on this little rant. I said, all right, well, how many iPhones have you had? Then they, should, I'd have had all of them, dude. Okay, so why would you ask me what to invest in? And you are already taking your money every year, right? Paying you, you basically you leasing a phone. Mm-hmm. You paying a, you got a payment plan on the phone, but you want to know what you should invest in. Right. It's in your hands. <laughs> it's in your hands, yo. Right. Like right. Apple, probably one of the best investments you can make out there right now. And I ain't telling y'all to go invest because I'm not no fiduciary. This ain't financial yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah, let's put that disclaimer but, out there. <laughs> Apple was definitely. From the numbers standpoints, from their financials, Apple's sitting on billions, hundreds. What is it? I think last time I looked at their earnings or whatever, it was like eighty billion in cash that Apple just sitting on. Mm-hmm. Apple is safe. Apple got Apple. Their business is so crazy that the AirPods are doing better than some businesses that are publicly traded. Crazy. We talking about AirPods. We ain't even talking about the iPhone, the iPad, the Macs. We talking about the AirPods. Right. The AirPods. AirPods. I feel like I was just saying practice. <laughs> <laughs> but we talk about earbuds, though. Like, man, look. And Apple was at, what, 120-something a share? That's cheaper than a pair of Jordans. Yeah. Cheaper yeah. than a pair of Jordans. You talking about some, what's a good investment? Man, stop playing with me. And the thing <laughs> is, right. And the thing is, every time they drop a new product, you make bread. You literally make I bread. I just made bread off their little AirTags that they just put, that just came up with. Like, the every, AirTag. AirTag. <laughs> It looked like a bottle cap, bro. Literally. <laughs> and it, bro, and to be honest, it's not even that spectacular. Yeah. Because what's the other one? The towel? The towel joint? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think the towel joint is better than the air tag. Yeah. But people. Towel been around. Yeah, towel been around, but people going crazy because it's Apple. Facts. That logo. <laughs> that logo. It's powerful. Man. That's look. like that's like the Jordan logo on a pair of kicks. Facts. Or, or the ones, especially the retros that he wore, one through, what, 17 or 16? Yeah. Yo, you see a pair of Jordans. You you see a pair of shoes that Jordan wore, the craze that was going on back in the 90s or whatever for the for Jordans. Mm-hmm. Man, that's how people be nowadays with the iPhone. Like Thanks. Samsung and Apple. And people think Samsung and Apple go back and forth and battling. And that, man, they don't. It's not, it's not close. We put them at war. It's <laughs> not close. <laughs> it, it really ain't close. Like, the Apple iPhone is the most sold smartphone. It's been that for the, I don't know how long, but it's been a long time. Like, Apple, it's not close. Um, they call, Apple has a moat when it comes to their business. And when I say a moat, Think of the medieval days or the medieval times where you got the castle, mm-hmm. and then you got the water surrounding the castle, dropping gems, and then you got it. You got the bridge, and then that bridge is from the castle to the you know outside land or whatever. Mm-hmm. The water is the moat. You lift that bridge up, ain't nobody touching Apple. Facts. They not. Like Apple is literally a they, safe bet right now. They got a moat with alligators, sharks, <laughs> everything, <dragons>. every treacherous <laughs> animal. Insect, whatever, cicadas, safe, cicada, all that. Eighty, every for every dollar they got, eighty billion of it worth. Facts. Apple is a safe bet, and like I said, that ain't financial advice, but just I mean, go look at their numbers. And that's what I tell people, like when they ask me what what should I invest in, I say look at look for companies with moats. Yeah, (laughs) because that means you're safe, and it's pretty safe to put your money. In a company with moats, you know what I'm saying? Because they they insulated, they protected. And and just like he was saying, like you buy Apple phone every what it whatever they whatever yeah when they drop (laughs) you buy the new Apple phone and you asking what you should invest in everything that I wear I'm invested in. If I'm buying some Jordans, I got stock in Jordan. If I'm buying some Nike socks, I got stock in Nike. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's that's how I got started in mm-hmm. investing. And my uncle put me on to that. He was like, he basically said the same thing you said, bro, with what is in your hand. He said, bro, you got every shoe. <laughs> like, you got every shoe. You had every drop. You had every Foot Locker 10 a.m. When, when it opened for the Jordan release. Why don't you have stock in Jordan? And I'm like, when he broke it down to me like that, it was... No, it was it was a no brainer. Like, like man. you can't put you can't put 
a hundred on ten when you trying to invest. It's yeah. simple. Look around your house and see what you got the most of. Invest in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we invest in definitely. It could be so simple. And it might not seem simple to the average bear out there, but um, and, and it's, it's not simple to the average person because it's new to them. It's, it's a new territory. It's, right. It's, it's changed. It's growth. Um, and for some people, um, they might think it's too risky. Facts. You know, risk is associated with everything you do in life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's some type of risk there. And, you know, that's the reason why you get insurance on your car. Yep. Or your house. Or, hell, them Apple iPhones. <laughs> Apple Care. That's insurance <laughs> down there. Like, people are literally insure, like rappers. They insure jewelry and stuff like that. Like, yep. So, investing is kind of like a form of insurance for your money. Especially right now, because it's real important because, um, as we've seen, especially with COVID going on, economy kind of, you know, it was at a halt and people was out of jobs. So many people out of jobs, so many people out of work, no money coming in, no rent and mortgages being paid. So, mm-hmm. they had to hit that button and, and start printing out money. And yep. they printed out a lot of money. Like, I forgot, I'm, I'm going to have to find a report. We're going to touch base on this Um on another episode, but they printed the most money that they've ever printed in the history of the United States with this last, basically for this last year to upstart, to get the economy started back up. Man, that's why the U.S. dollar ain't worth nothing. It's, it's dying day <laughs> by day. Like, it's, it's plummeting. Yeah. And inflation, like, it's, it's a double homicide. When you got the value of the dollar dropping day by day, and then inflation is rising crazy. So it's like, like think of like savings accounts. People don't like, once again, the same financial advice. <laughs> but just be logical. Ask, you know, look at the, the APR or the APY on your savings account. Look at the yield on, um, on your savings account. I bet you it's 0.01 or 0.02. Yeah. It's not, it's not 10%. It's your not 5%. You might not, not even get work. 1%. Facts. I recently just opened a, a checking account with BOA. Mm-hmm. He asked if we if I wanted a savings account. I said, nah. But then I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let me just get it. He said, I mean, either way, it don't really matter. We only giving you 0.01%. <laughs> like, for lamest terms, if I drop $100 in there, I'm making a dollar in a year. <sighs> Inflation is probably 4% right now. Right. Probably more than that. So, I'm already losing bread. Like, I'm already... I don't already lost spending power on that hundred dollars if I would have stuck it in the savings. Like you gotta protect your money at all costs. You hear me? At all costs. Yeah, be smart, people. Like we ain't trying to, we ain't trying to tell you what to do with your financials, but financials is important. Mm-hmm. It's very important, especially when there's so much money out here. Um, and shit, money make the world go round. Like, let's stop playing. Like, man, you don't go to work. Most people don't go to work because they love their job. Like, <laughs> exactly. You lucky if you got a job you love and you make good money. Yeah. I wouldn't even say you lucky. I'm not going to do that to the people because it's people who actually um, worked hard and, and bust their ass to be in a position to work a job. You're fortunate. Yeah, you're fortunate. You know, you put in the work, so it, it paid off. But it's, it's not a lot of people out there who love or enjoy what they do or love and enjoy the people that they work with. Most people go to work because the money is good. Exactly. And shit, I ain't gonna lie to you. That was me. <laughs> it was me too. <laughs> There's a lot of people. It ain't nothing wrong with that. It was me but too. Yo, you know, your your love for the job ain't gonna pay the bills. It's that check that's gonna come to you every week or every two weeks or whatever, however uh, structure you get paid off of. Man. So, like I said, you gotta protect your investment, man. And your investment is you yourself, your financial well being. Um, your mental your health. mental well being, because your mental your mental health gonna go crazy. That go hand if in you hand. gotta think about when when your next meal gonna come, facts, or when you how you gonna pay them bills. Like that's rough. Like you don't want to be in that position. I don't want nobody to be in that position. So that's why we always willing to drop this type of knowledge or even have these conversations um, amongst other people, and especially in the black community. Like money is almost like a taboo. Man. When it, like. We, we don't really talk about money enough. We don't talk about 
we don't talk about money enough. We don't talk about the plans for money. Like, black people traditionally get money and spend it and then save it. Yeah. Like, we've been doing that for decades. And if you think about it, bro, you can name some people, like, in your family that has gotten, like, a big check, <sighs> hasn't said nothing to nobody about it, blew it, mm-hmm. and then... Back in the same position they was before they got the yep. big check. It's, it's, we need to educate ourselves <laughs> on how to make our money work for us. That's pretty much all it comes down That's to. That's it. And investing can definitely be one of those vehicles. Smart investing can be one of those vehicles. Facts. Let me say it like that. Because you want to, people want to make... <laughs> We in a we in a microwave culture, bro, and it's yeah. it's very. They want to drop that money in that account and hit a. They want to drop a hundred thousand, a hundred in the account and wake up to a thousand or more. Man, facts. It is. It never works like that, and I'm not gonna say it never works like that. But it never works like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you feel me? Because, bro, you have to. There's a process to everything, bro. Unless you scratching off a hundred thousand at the gas station on the scratch off. You're not waking up to a band next the next day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's ignorant is not the right word. It is the right word, but it's harsh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's ignorant to think that, bro. Yeah, you misinformed. You've you been led astray. Yeah, <laughs> led astray. And the main, and I'm not even gonna hold you. I blame social media for it because yeah. people don't post their L's. Nah. And one thing about me and like my business, like all my businesses, I post failures, like because nobody's perfect. Nah. Like I can't I can sit here and say I've had massive success and I've had no L's. And the next person go to my IG and look at that and think, oh, okay, I gotta do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like he did this, this, and this, and he's here. Okay, so I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I should be here. But then they jump in it and do this, this, and this. And then they be elsewhere, bro. Because I only led you to believe that I took nothing but dubs. And that's not the case, bro. And the culture that we live in right now got to realize there's a process and a grind to everything. Everything you do. You're not going to get rich quick. It's slow. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. It's... The microwave culture is definitely um, a detriment um, to the society or whatever due to social media or whatever. But we got to start holding people. Like, you got to hold yourself accountable at the end of the day, too. That's a um, fact. Like, just because, you know, Jay-Z probably said it best, what what you eat don't make me shit. Woo! So, if he got, you know, <laughs> run that back, bro. Right. But if... If if he put some money into a play and ran up 10K off $100, don't mean you could do the same because, one, he got in before everybody else was thinking about it. Right. That's how that early investor pays off. So people got to be held accountable, man. Like, and, and just, I, I look at social media, it's like, that's, that's the personal ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like, you only see the highlights. Ooh. And then... It be some people out there who hey, that's who a might, bar. <laughs> that's the, a the bar. social media post is the personal ESPN because most people only show the highlights, and I feel like that's what it's made for, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nah, not at all. And there's some people who post their L's, or some people might be posting what they're going through at the moment and whatnot. But people take what what's the majority on social media is the personal highlights mm-hmm. or whatever. So. But you got to take that with a grain of salt, cause like I said, what he don't make you shit, so you can't be, you can't let that move you so much to where you try to mimic and mirror the same thing that he did or whatever. Like that ain't how it work. Right. Um. You you just gotta you know you gotta find your own way. You gotta make your own path in a sense. All the time. Um. But as far as posting L's, shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I don't post L's on on social media. 
and I I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a hundred. I have posted some gains and some dubs that I had. Yeah, me too. Um, and now I take that back. I posted a couple L's, but in the group chat we got, yo, I'm, yeah, I'm sending them. <laughs> I'm letting them fly. Dubs, hey, L's, all that. I'm hey, letting them it fly. It was one point. Bro. <laughs> it was one point where this nigga Tyler. <laughs> It was nothing but red on our group chat, bro. We was like, dang, bro, you whole good? group was bleeding. Man, we was, bro. I was about to drive over there to check on you, bro. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. I was like, you good, bro? bro. <laughs> he was like, bro, this market eat me up me right up. now. Bro. Literally, that, um, man, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. That went on for about a week. Yeah. About a week. And I was, at that time, um, I'm painting a picture. I was swing trading some options, though. Um, we gonna get into what options is too. Yeah, a couple weekly contracts, and the, this was at I want to say this when the tech sector started getting smacked. That's exactly what, what was it that? was. March, early yep. March. It was right after February. It was, like, shit. it was like right before my birthday. Yeah, I remember. The tech sector was getting hammered, so I'm thinking, you know, I'm be able to crack a little play here and there, man. You're right. The market was taking my money. <laughs> My dumb ass was throwing bread back in the next week, trying <laughs> like man, yo, and I had to take a step back. Like, all right, this this ain't it. This Did ain't working. Did you try to hedge too? I trapped, yeah, literally, <laughs> yo. So, all right, so what hedging is? So, so, so hedging basically is you know, is is kind of playing both sides of the bet. So, the weekly contracts that I was trading. They was calls of of course. They I wouldn't say of course, but they were call options. Basically meaning the option contract that I controlled, I was betting that it would go up in value or it would hit a strike price that was higher than the trade price of that day. Mm-hmm. So doing so, I was like, market been crazy, the sector been going nuts, it's shaky, so I'm gonna try to hedge my position. And I'm gonna buy a put. For which the same is, contract, which is betting which it'll is go down. Basically, the opposite of a call, yeah. betting it is gonna go down. So I tried to do that, and it did not go out <laughs> as I planned for that day. And then what's crazy is I, I, I took I stepped back from my phone. I said I ain't gonna even open that app for the rest of the day. <laughs> I'ma just chill. So of course, next day go by. I wake up. And see, and this is where it shit start getting good. I wake up and see that put was up. Hundred and twelve percent. I said, "Damn!" <laughs> but the the call option was down, so I hurry. I had to hurry up and close that out, take my L, and then I let the call. I let the put option run a little bit more, and I think I probably closed that deal. Closed that put option at around one hundred eighty three percent. Now that's good money, but right. you gotta realize that I took the L mm-hmm. on the call side. So that win that I had from the put. It didn't it, feel as it good. Didn't feel as good because <laughs> shit. I damn near had to get a market back that bread I just won. So man. it's man. Yeah, it's, it was ugly. That that was an ugly little. <laughs> that was an ugly little week. That was definitely <laughs> ugly week. I said I gotta chill. Man, I that man. I went through the same thing, bro. And it was a time where I was getting smacked too, and I, I didn't hedge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I was just taking. I was just taking my lumps, bro. And yeah. Ain't but wrong with that. yeah, it ain't yeah. This, you live and you learn. Facts. Man. That's a, that's all it is, bro. Cause we weren't taught this growing up. Nah. Like so, we are literally learning as we go. And it hurt to lose bread. Yep. Bad. <laughs> but I look at it as okay. I'm taking these L's now. Mm-hmm. And L always stand for learn for me. So I'm taking these learning lessons now. That's a fact. And when I'm like fifty. Oh, you gonna, you gonna oh, I'm going to be solid. You're going to be seasoned. I'm going to be able to ju- be on the beach, jump in a play. Facts. And be like. Calling plays from the iPhone man, 58. Man. <laughs> look. You hear me? 64 cameras on that mug. Man. Calling plays. 112K video <laughs> capability. Uh, Boy. Yeah, you definitely going to be seasoned. But, um, yeah. So about investment, man. Let's let's uh, discuss the, the trading platforms. Okay, yeah. <sighs> man, I hate the. Bruh. I hate to plug these niggas, but it's it's the easiest platform to trade on for beginners is Robinhood, and I hate the fortune. I hate the plug on because, and I'm not gonna discourage you from jumping on there because it's definitely easy 
to trade on there. It's user friendly. Facts. You can definitely read everything. You can understand everything that's going on. And they got mad tutorials for it. They got mad tutorials for every trading platform, but yeah. it's less confusing. Um Robinhood. Um I put my girl on the Robinhood, so she investing now and she's doing pretty good at it. That's one trading platform I can tell y'all y'all could jump into. I got beef with Robinhood right now. Just <laughs> I dare just, I say, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't got a beef with them. I just don't fool with Robinhood. Yeah, I, I done took a L, not even an L. I just got burned from Robinhood. Yeah, me too. They so let me tell you what happened, bro. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let them know about so, this. So, okay, I jumped in a few options on Robinhood. Now I normally trade on different platforms, but Robinhood was. I had I had some bread on there, so I'm like, all right, let me parlay this and grow it real quick. Jumped in a few plays, jumped in a few uh, call options, and it would not let me sell the call option. So I'm like, bro, I'm up. I hit sell. It didn't sell, and then by the time it sold, it was down. So I lost bread. Got beef with them there. So I got mad and I remember putting in the group chat like fuck Robin Hood like we ain't doing this no more bro like I'm done <laughs> took all my bread out of Robin Hood transferred it to another trading platform not knowing that when you transfer to another trading platform it closes your account didn't know that so it closed my account now this is around the time when dog when dog coin was Dodge coin was eating I'm like all right, I'm about to buy some Dogecoin. Bro, I go to my Robinhood account. It's closed. I'm like, bro, what's going on? Like, I can't buy the, Dodge, the Dogecoin. And everybody in the chat, like, we eating. We up 300%. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to buy. <laughs> I'm trying to buy. Bro, I had to open up a whole new Robinhood account. I had to wait damn near a week for it. To low, bro. I had to. They would not let me do anything with it. It did not. It did not. (laughs) It did not put my bread on there for a week. At this point, I think I still came in at a good time because Doge Coin dipped when I when it finally let me in. So I bought the dip, and the dip is like the lowest price of I, I guess that trading week or whatever it is. So I bought at the lowest point, but I could have been up way more if Robinhood would have co- cooperated, bro. So I got beef with y'all, bro. If y'all listening, bro, <laughs> I got beef with y'all. We don't want no legal, no legal smoke with y'all either. <laughs> you right. <laughs> we don't want no legal smoke. Matter of fact, I, I'm, we might drop the link to our Robinhood uh, referral account. So if y'all want to make an account, you can sign up through our referral link. Yeah, most definitely. In the, in the podcast, you get a free stock. Get a yeah, get a free stock. But um, once again, we ain't, this ain't none of financial, no financial advice. It's just all off our experiences. But um, so my Robinhood situation was, I want to say, two years ago, when I first started getting my feet wet with options. So. I'm new to options. Um, it just seeing dudes on the timeline crack 300% stuff like it was it's enticing. That's so what I, get you, bro. Yeah, it's enticing. So you like, what is this? What is this? So, you know, you hop what what I do, if I I'm gonna learn something, I hop on YouTube or I Google. But most important, most of the time is YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I say, YouTube you know, University. Where, yeah, YouTube University. So I hop in on YouTube, find out what options are. You know, the basics of it. So I'm like, oh, this ain't that bad. Not knowing the intricacies of options. <laughs> so what company was it? Um, I want to say it was, god damn, who was, I can't even remember the company. They had some pretty good price action. So I buy a contract. I buy a call. I make a little bit of money, and then it runs. So I'm like, cool. That's a decent amount of money to make. Let me close out this option. This ain't bad. This is easy. I can keep doing this. I'm feeling good. So I go to close the order out. It did not fill. So mind you, I'm waiting about four to five minutes. I'm up. I don't remember the number specifically, but I'm going to just give you a ballpark range. I think I was up 300 some dollars on that option contract. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 17%. I remember the percentage. 
like 17%, I was up. When I went to close the order, it didn't fill immediately. And it was a market order, which usually fills immediately. It didn't fill. So four or five minutes go by. I am now down 13%. Jesus Christ, <laughs> bro. I went from being up 17 and like 300 in equity on that contract to being down 13%. And I want to say that dollar amount was somewhere around 200 or 157, something around, something like that. Mm. And yeah, I said, nah, I, I can't do this. There's no way that this app should be tweaking like this. Right. And this is before all the GameStop stuff, all the AMC. This mm-hmm. was two years ago. So I said, you know what? I'm cool. I'm cool on Robinhood. I'm never going to put myself in that situation again. So I start, you know, researching more trading platforms. Um, I left Robinhood and went to TD, mm-hmm. TD Ameritrade. Uh, that's a that's a real solid platform. You can either do the TD Ameritrade mobile app or you could download Thinkorswim, which is basically an extension of TD Ameritrade, mm-hmm. but it's more so for your traders, your day traders and stuff like that. You get better charts. Um, it's, it's it's confusing if you don't know what you're looking at. Facts. But it's just it's, a bunch of numbers everywhere. Yeah, it's lines and numbers <laughs> yeah. and colors everywhere. But if you know what you're doing and you kind of, you know, got some experience when it comes to trading stocks or options or whatever, futures, think or swim is probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my Robin Hood story. So, you know. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you live Rob- and you learn. Robin Hood done did a lot of people bad, man. I ain't going to hold you. Um, yeah, and then but like I, a lot of people before GameStop. Yeah, 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 you know, I still see people eating off Robin Hood. Like, right. it's it's still people. You know, they might not have had them issues before, and if you do or if you don't, it don't really matter. Like, Robin Hood is definitely the most convenient um, mobile app to mm-hmm. trade on when it comes to trading or investing or whatever, because their user interface is so simple. Like, simple. If if TD Ameritrade or E Trade or Fidelity or any of them other platforms had that user face. It'll be over. Man, look. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to stay off my phone. Like right. Robinhood is just so simple. But the thing I don't like about Robinhood, not even the thing, because it's multiple things. <laughs> but the but, but the basically when you get a bunch of uh traffic on a certain, you know, security, whether you trade in a stock. Or, or not even a stop, but whether you trade in shares or options or futures. I don't even think you can trade futures on Robinhood. Nah, you can't. But just options and shares, whenever you get a bunch of traffic, um, they always got issues. Mm-hmm. And going back to what happened, what was that, January with the GameStop? Oh, yeah. January. And AMC. Yeah. Like, people was, Couldn't literally, sell. people lost millions because Robinhood halted trading or not even the trading it was just the selling the selling you could not sell it amc gamestop who it was it was like four it, was, companies. it was four of them i forget the other two amc gamestop um who was the one because i know we was in a couple of them yeah oh what was i don't think one? nobody had gamestop i think we was all in amc I did, yeah nobody had game everybody was in amc everybody was in amc i want to say the other company well it wasn't blackberry it wasn't mm-hmm. no Blackberry was somewhat like No, that. it was Blackberry. Was it? it was, yeah, yeah, it was Blackberry. Because I remember we was like Blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and whoever the fourth one was, but when they sent out that little whatever you want to call it, that they was halting sales. That little uh, email blast. Yeah. Man. Like that, that was crazy. They even got um they had a, a trial or whatever, I wanna say with the SEC about what Happened that day or whatever, and like people lost millions. Like it's crazy. I was seeing crazy L's on my timeline. Like L's, I wouldn't be able to stomach. Right. Like you know that you know that (laughs) you know back in the day when the stock market crashed and everybody was like throwing themselves off. Yeah. That's what I pictured when (laughs) Robin Hood did that, bro. I was like, bro, there is somewhere somebody is like jumping off a bridge because people got <laughs> people lost millions of dollars, bro. It was accounts crazy. blew up that day. Yeah. Let's let's just say that accounts blew up severely that day. Like that was that was an ugly day. Um and like I said before they they got hit by the SEC. They had a a little hearing about it and um the CEO of Robin Hood was on there 
and I watched a couple a couple minutes of it, and the questions that they was asking him, he was he wasn't really straight up about it. Like you could just tell he was kind of dancing around it. He wasn't really being direct. Right. And seeing that, and this was and this is still all before they IPO. Mm. So it's like y'all, man, y'all really shot yourself in the foot with that. Yeah. <laughs> they they really did. But what's crazy is they end up bouncing back from that. <laughs> so the, too. the valuation dropped, but then it went right back up. So Robinhood IPO still might be somewhat crazy, man. Because it's most people saying it seemed like most people forgot about it. Yeah, they didn't care. No, nah. because they probably ain't lose that type of money. They, but shit, <laughs> I care. The, the shorts that was losing on GameStop and the people who was up on GameStop lost crazy money that day. Like. GameStop was the craziest one. Right. From $2 to 480 something dollars a share wild. in a matter of a week or something like that. It, that's crazy, man. Like, that's a return 13, what, thousand percent or 15? One of my boys got out the day before they dropped that halt. Kudos to him. I was like, you a beast. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> I was, you, you, man. I was like, you a dog. He called, I'll never forget, he called me like, bruh. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, I got out just in time. Facts. I didn't know what he was talking about, but then he told me, and I was like, shoo. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, seen that, he seen what was coming, man. Like, man. I think Warren Buffett said it, but uh, this is like a little quote. I don't, don't quote me on this. I ain't going to say it verbatim, but it's something along the lines of, be greedy when people are fearful and be fearful when people are greedy. Mm. Something along the lines of that. That makes sense. Basically saying, <laughs> when you hear people talking about it, or you see it all it's on TV, late. or Facebook, and everybody getting in, that's when you need to be pulling your money. Right. That's just like, buy the rumor, not the news. Yeah, buy, yeah. that's perfect. Buy the rumor, sell the news. Yeah, like, buy the that's, rumor, that's sell perfect. the news. And that, that's literally what the, <clears throat> the big-time players do. Like, yeah. People don't, I don't, it's crazy that people don't start seeing the, the actual game of like investing. Cause mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's kind of a game. But like, you could tell when big money has moved out of that position. Thanks. Because think about it the other day, Elon Musk tweeted that Tesla will not be accepting Bitcoins Bitcoin, yeah. to purchase their vehicles anymore. Bitcoin was at like 56, 57 ish. Bitcoin dropped that same day to forty six. That was no, yeah, forty six was the low. Mm-hmm. After that, <laughs> big time player. <laughs> like off one tweet, bro. off one tweet, and we talking about Bitcoin. Like first of all, what does that mean for y'all? Like that don't take away from Bitcoin. But if you know, if you sold and you know you you got some gains off the table and you locked in profits, right. kudos to you. But for the people who Ain't really got much money in it, or they ain't big, they ain't big time players, or they ain't got big money in it, and you sold off of that. Yo, you got to build your risk tolerance up, or that just might not be for you. It's not your field, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I'm not selling because of that. If anything, I'm all right. It dropped to 46. Yeah. Let me buy. I was exactly. actually trying to buy more Bitcoin at 46K, and, and then my order didn't go through. Another gym my uncle put me on, like, when the market is red, that just means sell. That's a, yeah. Like, That's black. It's like Black Friday yes, for the stocks. For the stocks. You know how you walk <laughs> in, Target or something, and see mass red stickers or whatever. Or, or, or Walmart, Walmart when they got the rollbacks. That big happy face everywhere, bro. That's what I look at it. He, cause, and he, you gotta listen to people that that invested longer than you, bro, yeah. because they've been through it. So. I don't remember at one point, I'm like, everything red. <laughs> like, I'm selling everything. <laughs> he like, no, nah, bro, I'm buying. I'm like, what? What you buying? And he put me on game. And sure enough, that's when I, that's like a month before Apple did that uh, package joint with the uh, with the stocks. You know what I'm talking about? The split? The split, yeah. yeah. Stock when split. they did the split. And he was like, everything red right now because a split about to happen. I'm mm-hmm. like... I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your advice and keep buying more Apple. Yep. So, I'm glad I took bro advice. Shout yeah. out to you, Unc. <laughs> yeah, you shout out goat. to your uncle for that information. <laughs> right. And, like, that's, that's like, when people, and it's it's so crazy when you invest in and you see, you know, you get in and it's green. 
and then you start seeing that red, mm-hmm. and then it's it's not red. It's actually longer. It's red longer than what you expected. So it's it's really crazy to how most people, their mind is literally telling them to sell right now, and it's like, why? Yeah. Like, when you actually think about it, it's like, yo, what did you buy in that for? That's Whoa. when you know you went in it for the wrong reason. Exactly. Because if you sell it, if you bought in that security, whatever it is, if you bought in, it was a reason why you bought it. Either you didn't know, mm-hmm. and you just bought in and went on a whim, and from what you heard on Facebook or TV or what everybody talking about, or you following the trend, or you bought in because you believe in it, you got some conviction behind your reason mm-hmm. and why you dropped that bread in that security. So when you immediately, when, when you get people selling at a loss, I already know you bought in because you don't even know what you're doing. Exactly. That's why that's why it's important to invest in stuff that you already have. You yeah. Feel me? Stuff that you believe that in. That you believe in. <laughs> yeah. The day, everything you see on a daily basis. You got an iPhone, buy Apple shirt. Mm-hmm. You buy, you, you shop at Kroger's for groceries religiously. Mm-hmm. You would only grow to Kroger's for certain, like, man, buy Kroger stock. Like, right. Buy Target stock. Yeah, buy Target stock, buy Walmart, buy Amazon if you can afford it. Right. Or get the fractional shares of Amazon. That's what oh, that's what I wanted to talk about too. Fractional shares, bro. Oh, yeah. Robinhood lets you do fractional shares. I don't know if any other platform lets you do that. Um, Fidelity does. Okay. Fidelity lets you get fractional shares. So you don't shares. have to buy a full share. No, you, you know don't. what I'm saying? You can buy however much you can afford of a share. Yep. And then you can keep buying a share until you have a full share. Yep. And that's lit. That is because but, it kind of, it kind of uh, rivals with dollar cost averaging in a way because before fractional shares, it seemed like it came about people were basically kind of just dollar cost average, which basically means you spending a certain amount of money every month, no matter what that security or stock is at mm-hmm. and price wise. But fractional shares. It's definitely the new. That's the new way for the retail investors who Facts. who starting with small money. Like that's how I got my Amazon share. Yeah, fractional. It took like, me a while to get it. It's, that's the it. grind. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. That's the grind. Like man, look, and that's another thing. Like you don't have to, man. Look, invest what you can. Like don't go broke. Please. We not the stock market ain't going nowhere. It's been around for decades, hundreds man. of years. It's not going anywhere. These companies ain't going nowhere. Well, I'll take that back. Some of them might. Right. But the good ones ain't going nowhere. Like, don't be so much in a rush to get into these companies and, you know, make an irrational decision with your money. And like he said, drop your rent for the next two months on some stocks off of, you know, because you feel like, you not even you feel like, but you've been hearing it's going to go up or it's, don't do that. Please, right. please You might as well go to the casino, put your rent. On black. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what you're doing in a way. Yeah. Like, you, you literally... Investing is gambling, which you don't know, when you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Like, let, I'm just going to be 100 with y'all. Mm-hmm. Investing is gambling when you do not know what you're doing. But if you know what you're doing, and you actually, you know, do your own research, you know, take your time with it, don't be in a rush, then it becomes investing because now you're building up that conviction. You're building up the why Right. To why you're investing, if that makes sense to y'all. Yeah. It makes sense. Put that in layman's terms, you got it. <laughs> facts. <laughs> facts, facts. Yeah, bro. But um that was the investing portion, man. We chop it up a little bit about investing just for beginners and stuff like that. Um we definitely gonna get more deep into it. For sure. I foresee us doing calls in this podcast. Like, oh yeah, that's gonna be lit. <laughs> that's gonna be lit, bro. Um, telling y'all what to buy, what to stay away from, um, and just know, again, this is not financial advice. Not at all. I'm just letting y'all know what we doing, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, if you can make a little bread off of us, you know what I'm saying. There's your value for this podcast. Yup, yup. Um, Undecided podcast. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram. Undecided underscore podcast. Undecided underscore podcast. Uh, Definitely appreciate y'all listening to us. Subscribe to the channel. All that. Hopefully we have some sponsors here soon. Oh yeah, we 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 gonna cook something. Yes, yeah. Oh y'all y'all definitely a part of 
history in the making because this is our first one. So we appreciate y'all most definitely. Man, um, be that early investor with the podcast, man. Yes, jump, sir. jump on the train while we still while we still cheap right now. Yes, sir. The price of the brick gonna go up. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I just went up in my price. <laughs> the yeah, price bro. of the brick gonna go up. Facts. We had um the pod, man, look, we gonna we gonna put y'all on game. And this is game. A lot of people tight lipped and don't wanna put people on game, I mean, but gatekeepers. I, I'm Fuck I'm one that. I'm one that like if I know something, I'm gonna put somebody on. What you do with that information is what you do with that information. Totally up to you. But if I if I know something, if I know how to make a dollar in a space, I'm gonna teach you how to make a dollar in a space. Yeah, yeah. So I foresee a bunch of stuff. Side hustle Wednesday, stuff like that. Yeah. Detail stuff and exactly how stories or how we did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how you can do it too. So definitely tune in, hit that subscribe button, man. We uh we appreciate y'all listening again, and that's the Undecided Podcast for today. You got anything you want to say before we head bro, out? Shit, where can they follow you at, bro? They can follow me at, shoot, you can follow my business page, Millennial underscore Genius. Go cop you some merch. Go cop that. ShopMillennialGenius.com. Or you can follow my personal page at TM Genius. Everything I do is with my brand. So you can find me either at Millennial underscore Genius or TM Genius. Uh, on Instagram, all platforms. Uh, where, where can they find you at, Brody? They can find me on uh, on Twitter, Maserati T. That's M A S E R A T I underscore T double E, um, and that's the same Instagram handle, uh, Maserati T. Um, I don't even know if I'm on Snapchat. Do that exist still? Man, I ain't been on Snapchat in so long, bro. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter. That's, that's where you can find me at. Maserati T. Don't look for me on Snapchat. Don't look for none of us on Snapchat. Yeah. It's, it's yeah I ain't gonna see it. I don't even be on there. I'm, shit, I ain't even know they were still around. Bro. <laughs> they might be gone as a company next year. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Facts. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Be blessed. Be safe. I always get to this chicken, a.k.a. this bread. Let's sure. get it.